0: Thanks, and welcome to Ask BBB.
1: A program that gives consumers information from businesses
0: they can trust. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Linda Smith.
0: Linda is the CEO and the President of BBB Serving Western Ontario.
1: And today we welcome you to a new year of Ask
0: BBB. Well, it's the first weekend after all the good times over the holidays.
1: It'll be the first test of those resolutions to eat less, exercise more,
0: and drink less. (laughs) And it's also a time that many business owners and leaders look back on the previous year and look ahead to the next 12 months.
1: This morning, our guests help us focus on things we can do to help make 2018 as prosperous and happy as everyone has wished for us.
0: Making sure that everyone is on the same page within your company and that story that they communicate to your customers and potential clients might be part of that plan. And we'll be joined later by Jill Ellis Worthington of Right On Communication Services International to talk about your communications plan. If you have a plan, does it need tuning up? And if you don't have a communications plan, how do you get it started?
1: A twist on an old adage says, a company is known by the people it keeps. To keep good people and to keep people good demands constant attention to their roles within the company and the company's roles in their livelihoods.
0: Training programs that both sharpen skills and keep employees up to date with their best practices can help successful companies.
1: This morning, we're fortunate to have Greg Schinkel, president of London-based Unique Training and Development and Michigan-based Frontline Leadership Systems join us. Welcome to Ask BBB, Greg. Thanks, Linda. Jim, great to be with you.
0: We said fortunate to have you here. You spend a lot of time in major cities across North America, Greg, with major companies. Who are some of those companies and places that you wind up?
2: Yeah, it does definitely take us uh, far afield. Uh, probably our biggest known client would be Kimberly-Clark Corporation, who people would know uh, makes Kleenex and toilet paper, paper towels. So we train all there people at all their factories in North America. And uh, we also train uh, folks right here in London, Ontario, at the London Convention Center. And we've trained at Massey Hall and Roy Thompson Hall in Toronto. So we've worked with probably almost 800 different companies in southwestern Ontario and through the United States.
1: Your training focuses on frontline leaders, supervisors, or managers. Why frontline instead of executive development?
2: That's a good question, Linda. You know, when we looked at how many leaders there are, first of all, in companies, most people like the glamour of doing executive development. um, But really, when you think about it, there's way more supervisors. And if you go one level below the supervisor to that team lead or lead hand level, there's a lot of them. So first of all, we realized as a business opportunity, uh, those there's a lot more of them than there are managers and executives. But we also realized that those people actually uh, are in touch with most of the people in the organization. So when you think about it, they actually interact day to day with almost all the workers in the company, even though they're at the most junior level in the leadership chain.
0: So there are people you want to pay attention to. Uh, what career advice do you give to people who are seeking a promotion to becoming a supervisor or a team leader, Greg? And that, you know what? That's a good
2: question because I think a lot of people say yes to promotions and they don't even realize what they're getting themselves into. So I think most people want to be promoted because they think it'll bring them maybe more a pay, a raise, or, you know, might give them a better title or more power. But really it brings a lot of responsibility. So I think, first of all, you want to be diligent in delivering the results that you're expected to do at any level in the organization. And then if you really have your eye on becoming a leader in the organization, then what you're going to want to do is to make sure that you treat people well with dignity and respect, that you execute on what your manager expects from you on an ongoing basis, and that you don't burn your bridges along the way because a lot of people say and do things that ends up costing them later on in terms of respect.
1: What mistakes do companies make when buying a training package?
2: Uh, You know, in in the book that my father, Erwin, and I wrote called uh, Fusion or Fizzle, How Leaders Leverage Training to Ignite Results, uh, we actually dissect what is the differentiator between good training and bad training. Uh, The worst thing that companies do Although, you know, I guess it does some little bit of help is they'll bring everyone in the room and they'll do what's called flavor of the month training. So they'll go, okay, here's our topic. We're going to put everybody through this and hope for the best. And the reality is most people go back to their old ways Um, So I think the biggest mistake companies will make is they view training as an event and not a process. Really, most of the effective training happens outside the classroom, either in the work and expectations set in advance or in some cases with the follow-up work in terms of performance support. So the mistake is not to think of training as actually a big process to manage performance.
0: You mentioned the book. Does, do you have to be part of a training package to get the book, or <laughs> can you get the book uh, <laughs> independently?
2: Well, Jim, my dad is very uh, thankful that we actually include some of our books in the training packages. <laughs> it does help boost sales, but uh, those, those are, of course, available
0: on our website. So if you're interested in the book title that you mentioned, you can go to the website to find out about it. When, when uh, people are involved, what's the biggest mistake a new leader just on the job will make on that job
2: yeah Uh, typically the biggest challenges that they face is when they're managing the friendships and leadership conflict that can exist so Uh, For example, if you've been working alongside people and now they're your, you're their supervisor Mm -hmm. or their team leader, that creates a bit of conflict because they might expect you to cut them a break or cut them some slack. And really, when you say yes to that uh, promotion, you're deciding to put the leadership role ahead of those friendships. Not everyone can handle that. Um, And I would say the other, you'll see one of two things. You'll either see that where people get a little too nice with people, or you're going to find that. Uh, people get too bossy and let the power go to their head, and that doesn't work out well for them either.
1: So, what are some of the things companies should consider when sourcing training for their leaders?
2: Well, I think the first thing to realize is that not everyone is suited for every audience. As as you mentioned, we focus on frontline leaders, so there would be colleagues I would likely refer if it was for executive development or management training. So, if you don't have the right trainer in the room, they don't speak the language. Um, they don't speak the language of the people. Um, In the case of manufacturing versus, say, a banking environment or a service business, it helps to have someone who can speak the language of that industry. So they're not using banking references in a factory environment and vice versa. So, um, again, I think that you consider the person who's doing the training. But, again, what is the system from the pre-training work that might get done to the post-training support
0: and the sustainability process? You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest is Greg Schenkel, President of London-Based Unique Training and Development and Michigan-Based Frontline Leadership Systems. Uh, And when we return, in just a moment, we'll find out how Greg stays locally connected, even though he's constantly out of town. Welcome back to Ask BBB.
1: We're talking with Greg Schenkel, President of London-Based Unique Training and Development and Michigan-Based Frontline Leadership Systems.
0: Greg, you spend a lot of time traveling across North America as we in the last segment. How do do you stay connected locally? Well,
2: Jim, actually, one of the nice things now is that a lot of training is starting to shift from being just live in the classroom to include e-learning. So thankfully, uh, I get to do some of the work from home because we can deliver uh, workshops virtually through webinars and through e-learning modules. Uh, But the other thing I like to do is I stay involved in Rotary and Rotary International specifically, and right here in London, the Rotary Club of London.
1: Ah, uh, BBB has a long-standing relationship with the Rotary Club of London. At the Business Integrity Awards in November, you presented scholarships to the two winning companies on behalf of the Rotary Club. Tell us a bit more about these scholarships,
2: yeah. well, the uh, the relationship that we have with the BBB ha- has been a long time coming. And uh, we've been we've been partners for a long time, and it's probably because of, because of our ethics at the Rotary Club, and also the ethics of the BBB. So um, when we looked at partnering with the Integrity Awards, there was no better way for Rotary to get connected than to offer some scholarships. Rotary cares a lot about literacy, and uh, so what we do is for the BBB uh, Integrity Awards, the two winning companies the uh, smaller and the larger winner, uh, each get a scholarship for $1,500 that they can appoint to whoever they decide. Uh, This past year, uh, we were fortunate the two winners. One is giving the scholarship to three students, and the other is giving the scholarship to two students. So really, five students are going to have support for their post-secondary education, and uh, we're just happy. The genesis of the the, um, scholarship is uh, the Ross Emery Scholarship, and Ross was a longtime member of the Rotary Club of London, and his uh, son Steve still stays connected with us, and that allows us to keep funding this scholarship through the Rotary Club of London Foundation.
0: So it's a long-standing award and a long-standing relationship, Greg. Uh, how important is is it for your company, um, the, both of them, to be? part of the BBB.
2: Well, actually being accredited by the BBB, when I originally signed up and I wanted to get that accreditation, it's because we were doing more and more business online. So having that accreditation logo and symbol gives comfort for people. I know I look for it when I'm buying services or products online. And so we felt it would add com- comfort and confidence to people in uh, when they're purchasing our services, our books, our videos, uh, if they see the accreditation there. And I think it's great if you do click on one of the logos, you end up seeing one of the reports for the company. It shows any history, any concerns, any issues, so you can be more assured as a consumer. So we just look at it as a way for people who might not know us in faraway states and lands to do business with us with the confidence of that BBB accreditation.
1: And so how do companies connect with your company if they're interested in
2: your services? Uh, probably the easiest way, and these days the most common way, would be to reach out to us on our website. And that would be at uh, uniquedevelopment.com or leadership.com. Either way, you can connect or, of course, uh, these days through Facebook, through LinkedIn. I really would uh, love to help anybody who's listening to this who would like uh, some advice or some information. They can reach
0: out to me through the websites. Now, you mentioned uh, that you can go to the BBB site and check out your company. Uh, that would probably be a good thing to do with any company that you were going to to deal with. What are some of the things, if a company is looking to uh, do some training, what are some of the things they should uh, ask about a company like yours, Greg?
2: Well, I think uh, the reality is it doesn't take many credentials to actually get into our line of business. So you really have to do your, your due diligence. Uh, some of the largest companies before they select us, they consider a number of different players. And what they're really looking for is, are you established? Are you, uh, are you prepared to be paid after the services are delivered? Or do you demand significant payments upfront? Up we always keep our contracts open-ended so that if it works out, we'll do more work. And if it doesn't work out, uh, nobody's really obligated to the service. Uh, We find that that allows us to earn our way in. And so if you have any provider that you're thinking about using and they're not giving you a chance to either end the contract without penalty or just simply that they're not prepared to earn their way through, I think that would be a significant thing for people looking to buy these kinds of services.
0: Are there metrics kept on the results after training?
2: That's a great question because really like we talked about in the last segment, uh, training is beyond just the classroom. Um, so what we do for some of our largest clients is uh, people who take our courses have to, have to document online how they've been applying the, the learning and the impact it's having on their team. And that gets declared and reported back to management, along with us keeping a very diligent set of metrics and scorecards that we can show senior management the impact of the training, um, how it's influenced the, the behavior of the leaders, and therefore how it's impacting the organization and its customers and its
0: costs. So overall, um, it looks as though this year is going to be a good one for a lot of companies, especially if they uh, take advantage of training such as, as yours at Unique.
2: Yeah, I would say that you know the outlook for 2018, although these things called recessions, there's none on the horizon, nobody's talking about one, thank goodness, uh, but these things can creep up on us. But right now I would say when you look at the economic activity in the United States and in Canada, it looks like 2018 should be a good year. Training uh, and consulting for that matter, tend to be affected by the economy. So when the economy gets tight, it's kind of the, one of the first things to get cut is training. And we're seeing companies willing to commit more this year than probably any of the most recent years. And last year was a record for us as well.
0: Well, we we'll hope you are busy this year. And thanks very much for joining us here on Ask BBB, Greg. It's been a pleasure. I
2: really appreciate what you guys are doing. And again, the BBB plays an instrumental role in
0: building the confidence of consumers. Our guest has been Greg Schenkel, president of London-based Unique Training and Development and Michigan-based Frontline Leadership Systems, an accredited business with the BBB with an A-plus rating. When we return... Is your company's communications plan up to date? Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Linda Smith, CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario.
1: Communication. You talk to customers and employees each and every day. It's just a natural part of living.
0: But in today's world of business, communication involves everything from your telephone message to social media like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, not to mention internal communications that help shape your company's image.
1: Jill Ellis-Worthington, Chief Communicator with Right On Communication Services International, joins us now. Welcome to Ask BBB, Jill. Thank you.
0: Jill, how big does a company have to be before it needs a communications plan?
3: Ideally, a company should be... uh zero to, you know, thousands of employees. There isn't any magic number within uh, how many employees. It's really the goals. And that's one of the first steps of having a sound communication plan is establishing your goals, your target markets and that sort of thing. So if you are a big enough company to have goals, you are a big enough company to have a strategic communication plan.
1: So when should we consider calling a firm like yours to analyze our current communications plan or help develop one in the first place?
3: Well, startups sh- for sure should uh, get their ducks in a row with uh, a good strategic communication plan. They can do it on their own. I'm happy to share the plan, the form that I use. The magic is in working through that. And most of my clients and my coaching uh, clients uh, find that really the uh, the secret sauce is working through it with somebody who can pull the information out of you. But if you're the kind of person who can sit and think and, and uh, put all it, your thoughts down on paper in a coherent way, and maybe have uh, somebody to, uh, you know, toss some mental balls back and forth with. You could do it on your own.
0: What What are some of the elements then of a communications plan that we'd pull together?
3: Well, like I said, you start with uh, you start with your uh, your your business goals. So your strategic communication plan mirrors your business plan. So if you are projecting a ten percent growth or a fifty percent growth for the year how will your communications reflect that so they're really they're really reflective documents so you need to know who are your target markets you need to really identify these people some people go as far as having like you know um, a persona in mind that's great that's a great tool if that's the way your mind tends to work but having a really solid plan of who your a market is your b market is your c market is then you you roll that out into where you're going to be using your messaging because the messaging needs to be uh, really uh, targeted towards those target markets. So if you, one of your target markets is young women in uh, their late teens and early twenties, you're going to put your messaging right on uh, right on plan for those folks, and then you might roll it out over Instagram or some other form of social media. Whereas if you're trying to reach gentlemen over 40, you might uh, choose a print uh, medium such as McLean's Magazine or the Daily Newspaper. Where those folks live and breathe and take in information is where you're going to hit them. And that's all part of your plan.
0: Is that one of the places that you might want advice on is where to place that message? Because today there are so many different places that your message can go. And sorting out the one that's going to actually reach that target is really sometimes tricky, isn't it?
3: Yes, taking the scattergun approach when there is so much information, people are literally overwhelmed by information every day. So, taking a scattergun approach is not going to work. But we do know that the old mythical seven touches that it takes to make a sale are now 20 to 30 touches. So um uh, when I say a scattergun approach is not appropriate you do want to meet them and uh, talk with them at different levels on different platforms so you might try social media and then you want to maybe be on a radio show or on television or in some other way that people are taking in information that uh that that they will they will find accessible so really Clarifying who the message is going to, getting your wording right for that, and then consistently uh, displaying it across different platforms are most of the key elements. And that can even be uh, come down to uh, your elevator pitch or how you're presenting yourself in a live form at a networking event because when they meet you at a networking event and if you're able to explain your uh, business and what you do in those crucial seven to ten seconds – and then they see that again on social media. They see it again in the newspaper. They see it again um, in any other platform that you choose to uh, target them. It's going, to, it's going to, have to start to get some traction.
1: How often do we need to revisit our communications plan once we have it established?
3: Yearly, at least yearly. Um, I like to have a look at mine uh, every month uh, and then revise it every six months. But uh, for most people, that would probably see more than they'd want to do. But uh, they definitely need to revise and revisit it completely every year, and definitely look at it. And uh, with an idea that they're on track, it's just a tracking device. So once you have everything laid out, and you, know, you have your goals laid out, and you have your tactics laid out, then if you're, you need to know that you're hitting those. And if you don't look at the plan, how will you know?
1: You mentioned earlier about matching your communications plan with your strategic plan. Um, about with your business plan do you, where do you start? Do you have your business plan, do you start with the vision with the with the mission statements.
3: Often people find those to be uh, clarifying. They're lot they- those are lofty terms for for knowing what you who, what your goals are, who you're meeting and how you're going to reach them. So if you want to say mission and vision, that's great. Those are handy terms if that's the way you could make it real for yourself. It's just knowing those things. I don't care what you call them.
0: Jill, thank you very much for being with us this morning. Uh, Jill Ellis Worthington is Chief communications, uh, chief of Communications with Right On Communications Services International, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And that's Ask BBB for this time around.
1: Remember, check out BBB.org to look up a business, file a complaint, write a customer review, report a scam, read tips, follow us on social media, and more.
0: And you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT.
1: And you're interested in becoming a BBB accredited business? Call us or go online to bbb.org western Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America.
0: And we say thanks to Chris Lavoie, who is BBB operations manager and was our technical producer for today's Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan.
1: And I'm Linda Smith.
0: Remember, ask BBB.
1: And start with trust.